Alleluia, Alleluia. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that everyone who believes in him might have eternal life. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. When Jesus had finished all his words to the people, he entered Capernaum. A centurion there had a slave who was ill and about to die, and he was valuable to him. When he heard about Jesus, he sent elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and save the life of his slave. They approached Jesus and strongly urged him to come, saying, He deserves to have you do this for him, for he loves our nation and has built synagogues for us. And Jesus went with them. But when he was only a short distance from the house, the centurion sent friends to tell him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you enter under my roof. Therefore, I did not consider myself worthy to come to you, but say the word and let my servant be healed. For I too am a person subject to authority, with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come here, and he comes. And to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning said to the crowd following him, I tell you, not even in Israel I found such faith. When the messengers returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. My dear friends, joyful, joyful. We celebrate the holy name of Mary today. And there are three things I think are really important in our readings today. I'm just going to mention the first one a little bit, but then really preach on the other two. And the first one is that it's the holy name of Mary. And calling upon Mary in time of need and in prayer is so powerful and is so beautiful. Just calling upon her name. I, re- I recall my, uh, when I was growing up, my dad would always end every time of grace. We had grace before meals, and he would end it with, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, I love you, save souls. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, I love you, save souls. And we had this beautiful shrine right there. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, I love you, save souls. So calling upon that name of Mary is very, very beautiful and very powerful for your, for your prayer life. So I recommend that. Secondly, the, the two things are going to come together, but Paul's talking about the Eucharist. You've got to remember the letters of Paul are predate the Gospels. So this is the, I think this is the first time that anybody wrote anything about the Eucharist. 
And Paul writes it here in 1 Corinthians 11. Please read that today, 1 Corinthians 11, and see what the very first things written about the Eucharist ever said. And Paul's talking about the Eucharist, and Jesus is talking about uh, the, the incident where the man comes up and says, wants his servant healed. Putting the two together, what do we get? The Eucharist is for healing. Every Mass is a healing Mass. This is Jesus. And he wants to heal you. And he, he longs for us to be healed. So when we come forward to receive the Lord in the Eucharist, we should come forward with something that's called expectant faith. To expect something from the Lord. Not faith just believing, not faith just changing your life, but a kind of faith that is expecting something from the Lord. And each Eucharist, each Mass is a healing Mass. Is a time where we can expect Jesus to heal us or to heal someone that we are praying for, someone in our family, but to come forward with, with that expectant faith. And this is so important. This made it right into the Mass. This reading today from Luke chapter 7. It's, it's, in all the other, it's in the other Gospels too, but we're in Luke 7 today. This line, we say it in the Mass. I want to go through that with you just quickly. The part of the Mass where we say this is right before the priest receives communion. And I just want you to hear the prayer that the priest says, because it really sums it up so beautifully. He says, he has a couple options here, but the priest says, May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, bring me not to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, may it be for me protection of mind, body, I always add spirit, mind, body, and spirit, and a healing remedy. So the priest, right before I receive, I say, Lord, let, I, I know I'm not worthy to receive this Eucharist, and nothing in this world can make me worthy only your grace. Only God's grace can make anyone in this world worthy to receive him in, in the Eucharist. I know I'm not worthy. Uh, if I do have mortal sin on my soul, may this, when I receive the Eucharist, may it not be for my condemnation. May this not be for my damnation. But may it be for, in your loving mercy, may it be protection for me in mind, body, and spirit and a healing remedy. That's what Eucharist, every Eucharist is doing. And then look, friends, uh, you know, I say, Behold the Lamb of God, quoting John the Baptist. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the mystical supper of the Lamb. And then you all say, Lord, right out of this gospel, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. And, you know, Jesus points out this man's faith, he praises it. This man's the enemy. This man's the occupying army. It's like if um, Jesus was in Ukraine right now and he points out a Russian soldier and says, look at this man's faith. It's better than all of your Ukrainian faith. It's the greatest faith ever. Well, how come your faith isn't like this? What's so great about it? Look how humble the guy is. He goes and talks to a Jewish rabbi. He's not even Jewish. He humbles himself before God, just like we should do as we come forward, humbling ourselves, knowing who we are and who God is. 
And then he has an expect, expectation from Jesus that he'll be healed. So his faith is humble. It's expectant. And he is grateful. He's grateful that Jesus is coming into his, under his roof, into his body. Is this not the perfect way for each of us to approach the Lord in humility, gratitude, and expecting healing?